You ever wonder why they gave you those massive frozen yogurt cups? Well, that's why. Because it's that principle of space. And if they give you this big old cup, what you're going to want to do subconsciously is fill that space up. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Helping to improve your life at least 1% every single day. This is the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. Hey, it's Tony Dufresne, PhD. Really glad to be back with you. Hope things have been well over the past week. Uh, this week's topic is something that is just fascinating to me and something that I deal with every single day, whether I know it or not. And it has to do with the reasons why you buy stuff you weren't planning on buying. And this comes down to basic psychology. It comes down to marketing psychology, something that's been around forever, something that we've all dealt with uh, over time, uh, whether we, again, whether we know it or not. And all of this came about, the reason why I want to talk about this today is because I'm dealing with this right now. And it's, it's something that as an online marketer or somebody that has a product, I have to figure out a way to, to best package and sell my own stuff. And in going through that, I've learned a lot over the past couple of years, especially when in regards to sales funnels. I don't know if you know if you know that or what that is, but that's when you go online and you uh, they do a webinar or, or you see a Facebook ad and you click on it and it's a free PDF and then you read through it and then at the end it says, "Hey, we have a bigger program," and then you can kind of go into the bigger program. It's sort of a tease into something into into the core p- uh, product or products that somebody has to offer. So that's what I'm doing. I, I mean, I'm setting up I, all that stuff and the, the counseling and the therapy stuff and the coaching that I've done over the years. I have uh, taken what I've learned in terms of what works for people and what doesn't work. And I've, cr- and I'm creating an online course or an online program so everybody can just have it at their own disposal. And then I can reach more people because that's what I'd like to do. And then be, and then have more free time to do other stuff and to create more product and et cetera. As it goes on. So I, in the process of doing that, I'm working on a thing called sales funnels. And the sales funnels thing is, is what I just talked about. And that I have a bit, bit of an issue with because I'm, I'm always somebody that likes to be as transparent as I possibly can be. And I don't like messing with people's minds because the more you know about psychology, the more you go through it, the more you realize you can really mess with people like all the time. There's so many little different tricks and subconscious little nuances that you can do to get into their, their brains without them even knowing it. Uh, and, and it, I don't want to do that because I, it seems to be very inauthentic and very deceitful. And that's the last thing I want to do. However, and as we'll go, as we'll go through this, I think that'll, I think it'll become more clear in terms of it's like anything. It's like, again, I'll use the gun uh, metaphor because a gun can be used for good things and a gun can be used for terrible things. So it's an instrument and it's an instrument that can be used in different ways and it just depends upon which way you choose to use it. So all that being said, uh, I'm still going through the sales funnel and I'm going to use it. I'm going to use the sales funnel thing and you'll see me using the sales funnel thing and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say I'm not using it, but you'll but Hopefully by the end of this little talk today, and maybe I'm going to bring more stuff up about this, that you'll be able to see it. And then you'll be able to make a conscious decision based upon if it if it adds value to your life. And this is not just for my program. This is for anything that you happen to be coming up against. 
so I was I was reading. I'm doing the sales funnel thing, and then I uh, went up uh, and I saw this article, and that's what really kicked this thing in gear for me. And the reason why I want to talk to you about all this stuff today is it was an article that I saw in Big Think. And if for the record, if you are not on Big Think or in Facebook, if you haven't liked the page and you get that all the time, or if you haven't ever gone to BigThink.com, it's brilliant. Little nuggets, amazingly powerful content. Uh, uh, it's got psychology, philosophy, everyday of you know relationship stuff. It's incredible. So so try big think. And I'm not making any money, and I'm not an affiliate at all. It's just a, a reference I go to every single day. So I'm reading this thing about McDonald's, and the article that I came across a couple of days ago was it was called "The Secret to Why McDonald's Is Adding Self Serve Kiosks at a Rapid Pace." My first thought was. Self-serve kiosks, kiosks are those little uh, things that when you first go in and instead of going up to the counter and talking to somebody, they're the screen, the touch screens, and then you order it yourself. Uh, Panera, if you have a Panera bread next to you, they do that quite a bit. I remember doing this, uh, it had to be like a number of years ago, at a Taco Bell. And when I first rolled in, because I used to go Taco Bell all the time, get the number seven, a quesadilla with a taco, and I put uh, lettuce in the quesadilla. I don't know why I'm sharing that, but that was my go-to. And a Diet Pepsi. It's a pretty kick-ass lunch. All that being said, <laughs> I don't go there anymore. But when I went there and they had these, they were trying these things out. It was a beta test for these kiosk things at this at Taco Bell in, in uh, Orange County, where, where I grew up. And I didn't necessarily like it because it just seemed like it took more time to sit there and to do this stuff and to punch all the everything instead of going up and talking to somebody. So my first initial response to reasons why they're putting the kiosk stuff in is, I mean, why would you do that? Except for the one reason that we all kind of think that the, that they're doing it is, is to cut down on labor costs, because if they put more kiosks in, then they don't have to pay people to work. Then there would be less labor cost. And then it's the whole robotic thing that's happening in terms of taking over jobs. That was my first instinct. But however, there's actually a psychological component that's benefiting the restaurants for doing this. And here's what it has to say about this, which I found, I really found this fascinating. And maybe it's just me and maybe I'm a total geek at all this psycho stuff, but follow me on this because I think it's amazing. So they say, in fact, McDonald's CEO, he explained the real reason why they're doing this. And it wasn't for the job thing. He said, what we're, what they're finding is, is that when people dwell more, when they sit at something more, they select more. So if you spend more time at the screen, he's, he, they, they're seeing people selecting more. So there's a little bit of an average check boost. They're seeing an increase in sales. Because they have these kiosks of five to six percent a year. And in McDonald's numbers, that is massive amounts of money in terms of profit. Now, there was a 2017 study that compared spending attitudes uh, for people that use desktop computers, like the one I'm recording on here, versus people that have touch screens. And what they found was that the physical experience of touching products, even on a screen, Increase the likelihood that a consumer would make a what they call a hedonic purchase, and he, you know, it's hidden hedonism. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure purpose because what you're doing is instead of just looking at something, now you're bringing in the touchy feely. So it's becoming a multi sensory experience, and the more senses something 
kicks in you, the greater the leverage that it creates or the greater the momentum it creates for you to take an action on that. And that's exactly what they're finding uh, with the with the touchscreens. Really, what it's doing is it's increasing your positive experience for buying something by 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 creating a more pleasurable environment or pleasurable experience and when and again we're human beings it's either pleasure or pain right we go towards pleasure and we go away from pain so if something creates a higher level of pleasure then you're going to rock and roll on it and that's what they're and that's what they're finding and with the with the sales funnel thing and with the mcdonald's thing uh, and and finding that out i thought oh hell i mean that's <laughs> we don't have a chance and we actually don't in a in a sense, because this happens around us all of the time. And so when I, after that, I was talking to some people, I had a, a coaching session uh, later on uh, a couple of days ago, right after that. And so I, it, it actually came up in the conversation with my client, as well as uh, I was talking to, to some friends and I was thinking about this just in terms of every day, what I, what I go through in terms of going to places and what I've seen and what really pops out at me. There are literally a thousand examples of this happening all over the place all the time, but I'm going to throw out a few at, at you and maybe they'll, you know, hit you and say, Oh shit. Yeah. I, I know that that happened to me again, saying that this is all around us. The first thing is, is that going for frozen yogurt? And this came up with my, with my client because, you know, the frozen yogurt, it, when you go to the, the places that you have to do it, put it in yourself. Tell me if there's ever been a time when you filled up your frozen yogurt thing and you've gone to the scale and it's been le- it's been less than what you thought it was going to be never because it's always way more i mean who's ever gotten out of that frozen yogurt place at under like 4 bucks and then you're thinking oh shit i just paid 4 dollars for frozen yogurt i could have bought and you know the whole thing about going through the whole principal substitution thinking you can go over to the krogers and buy 2 gallons for that so it's it's the frozen yogurt, but the reason is because they give you those. You, you ever wonder why they give you those massive frozen yogurt cups? Well, that's why because it's that principle of space. And if they give you this big old cup, what you're going to want to do subconsciously is fill that space up because they're giving you license to fill that space up. It's yours now. It's it. So they've given it to you, and you have an ownership of that cup, and now you want to fill that thing up. And that's the scarcity and and all that stuff. It's crazy mind screwing the other thing that I, I thought about was the impulse items at the checkout counters you know when you go to, up to the checkout counter target wherever you go to your, any store and you and you're rolling up and they've got all the candy bars and and the gum and they've got those stupid magazines and they have and then they have a bunch of little stuff because if you go to walmart or uh, target they have those all the stuff they i the the charge the phone chargers the all that basically all of those things are impulse items and they're up there for a reason. And the reason is, is because they know that when you're up there and you're finished shopping, that part is done. You're waiting. Now you're all used to having the momentum of shopping momentum, momentum, momentum. And now you're just waiting there. Subconsciously, you want to fill that time. And so you're looking around, you're looking around. I mean, who doesn't look around unless they're buried in their phone, but you're you, and you have all those things out. So all of a sudden now it's suggestive items. It's always suggestive. The candy thing is easy because you can pick it up. It's a buck. And that's why they have that there, the candy and the gum and all that. Now, the other stuff that they have there are is because, and it's totally calculated, there's a real reason why they have specifically those items out there. And it's because they've done a lot of testing and they know what items work in regards to moving the product that moves a lot with the, with the 
people that come to their store. So if they have phone chargers, they know that that's something that people don't think about when they're shopping for bigger items. But when they get there, they're like, oh, yeah, I need another phone charger. Or I could always use another phone charger, and this is only five bucks. That's why they have all those things up there. So they're 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 planting the seed. I mean, it's all it's all there, and that's the reason why that's up there. The other thing I, I thought about was uh, why is the milk at the back of the store? Do you know why the milk is at the back of the store? It's because if you if they're at the front of the store, you're just going to go right to the front, grab the milk, and leave. But if they're at the back of the store, you have to walk through the store. And like anything, if you walk through the store, your mind's going to start rolling because you see all these products, all these colors. You become stimulated. That hedonic center becomes stimulated because now the availability of all these things is there and you're looking around and unless you unless you got your blinders on and you just want to go back there and get the milk and bail uh, because you got to get home you more than likely you're going to end up maybe getting something else along the way be it in the aisles or even at the at the counter with the impulse stuff because they they're, they're trying to get you at any possible case because to be honest with you Supermarkets run on a super, super thin margin. And I'm not going to get way into this because this is a business talk, but the margin is how much they make versus how much they spend. So that, you know, to, to spend money on the electricity and all the products and stuff that they have, it's a lot of money to run a supermarket, like a lot. So they make only a really, really tiny amount on the things that they sell. And if you think about it, the fruits and vegetables that get thrown away a lot, most of them get thrown away, but that's why they have the prices on them that they do instead of being, you know, two cents a piece. Cause they, cause they won't sell everything. So that, so they run on a very, very razor thin margin. And so they make a lot of money on the impulse stuff and they make more money when they put the milk in the back of the store. And that's why they do it. Then my client, I was talking to my client. She said, you know, she's in the beauty business and, and, uh, we were, we were talking about this exact same situation. She said, yeah, every time I go to Ulta, I, when I wait in line in Ulta, they have this, it's like a longer line and they have all of these like end caps where end cap is at like at the end of the aisle where they have displays or they have specific displays where you have to f- pass them up as you get to the, as you get to the front of the line. And I, and I thought, well, I, I'm not familiar with Ulta. I mean, I've been in there a couple of times, but kicking and screaming pretty much. And I didn't pay any attention because it's not something I, I, there's nothing in there for me, basically. I, uh, so but I, I think this is the same situation as maybe in an Old Navy or a Marshalls or something like that, where, you know, now they have the lines where they have the line that start. They're longer and they kind of they're cute. And so, you know what I mean? Where they kind of go down, you kind of go around. And in those lines now, it's like a whole it's like a, going through a store. It's like a display aisle on both ways. And they have all different little knickknacky stuff. And, uh, uh, and I was thinking like Marshall's or what TJ Maxx, when you go through that stuff, they have this random European candy or chocolate stuff. And the only thing that comes to my mind is oh, who the hell buys this in this line? And, and is it any good? Because it seems like it's been there since like 1987, but that, that's just me thinking. But anyway, that's the reason why they have those lines is the same exact reason. Cause you're sitting there and now you got a bunch of little stuff and you're thinking, oh yeah, I might need that. And that's the reason why. There's also the limited time offer. Limited time offer is a something that actually is from a psychological thing. It's called the concept of scarcity. And when you do a limited time offer, it means that obviously you have a short amount of time and you have to make a quick decision. And when, when you're forced into making a quick decision, you'll do it more on an impulse level than you will a cognitive or a thinking level because you don't get time to process out why I should and why I shouldn't. 
Uh, and that's why they uh, people offer limited time. It's a scarcity thing. It's like the more rare it is, the more valuable it is. And that's why a lot of people do limited time stuff. Or when you go to Amazon, it says three left in stock, buy now, that type of thing. That's kind of also the the scarcity aspect of it. The other thing I thought, the other the last thing I thought of uh, just off the top of my head was the buy one, get one free or the buy one, get one half off. What a scam that is. First of all, I don't know if you know, I, I, clothes are marked up like 400% in terms of their markup. So if you're, you know, if something's a buck, it costs 25 cents to make just as a number. So it's, it's already insane how much money that they're making on clothes and this buy one, get one free thing. They're just trying to move product. Got to be honest with you. Oh, the last thing I want to say, I was thinking about it right when I just, just started recording the show. Costco, if you're a Costco member, here's a quick little tip for Costco. There are two things to look for on the tag at Costco. There are, there's a star on the, on the tag the price tag. If there's this little star and asterisk on the price tag, it means that they're that's they're not going to restock that item. So you know Costco changes stuff all the time, and sometimes they'll have stuff in there, and sometimes they won't. And you think, well, where, you know, where the hell's my protein powder? A lot of they didn't stock my protein. The one I, I liked a lot, they didn't stock it for like two years. And I'm thinking, why the hell would they? But you know, that's kind of how it works. They, and they don't tell you, obviously. So the way to find out if you see an asterisk. On a price tag, that means it's a they're not going to restock the thing, so at least it gives you a heads up ahead of time. The other thing is, is if you see at a price ending in ninety seven, if the price ends in you know nine ninety seven, one hundred twenty nine ninety seven, it means that that's a uh, that that's a sale item, and there and that's on sale. And so if you see that, those are the two things that I wanted to throw out at you because I think that's a very little valuable little life hack when you go into Costco because the there's not a huge amount of customer service there. Uh, and yeah, it, it's good to know those little things because they do change their, their, what they have and what they supply all the time. So to wrap this up, my three takes on this whole thing. And the thing, I, the things I hope, I hope you get something out of it in terms of what you get out of this. The first thing is this marketing psychology, marketing stuff, this mind melding manipulation, all that stuff. It's all around you and it's not going to go away because it's been around literally since the first sale of anything and it will always be there and it's being perfected. And Facebook is an amazing tool to do this. And, uh, and that leads me into my second point. My second point is it's not really a good or a bad thing. I mean, there are things, there are good things to it and there are bad things to it. I think a bad thing to it is, is manipulating somebody to the point where they're buying something that's going to take them off their path or off their track or doesn't add value. It may, they may think that it adds value because you've convinced them that it adds value, but it's more for you as the, as the marketer than it is for them as the buyer, because it should be in theory, all of this should be a win-win. It should be, I have a product, I have content of value and I want to, and I want to get it into your hands because I know that it can have, that you can have value. It will, it will create more value in your life at the level that you, that you're paying for it or more. It should, it should give you like 10 times the value of what you should pay for it. Really? I mean, that's my personal opinion. So that's why it's not a good or a bad thing because I think it can be a good thing. And that's the way I'm going to create it. As you will see with my sales funnel stuff, I'm working on my online course right now. And I'm going to market it that way. I'm going to use this stuff. I'm going to use the sales funnel stuff. You're going to see it. 
But the thing is, even though even you coming into it and seeing what I'm doing and how I'm setting things up, you're going to know that I'm doing all that. But if you still see the value in it, if it if it's still something that you know for a fact that if you take it and it's going to work for you, then it's not a bad thing. Because basically what I'm doing is I'm just presenting it in the best possible light. And you can choose yes or no on that. And then, and again, uh, for me, when I do that, in order to balance out the the good and the bad part, I'm going to offer a, a money back guarantee on it. So if somebody doesn't like it within 30 days or it's not creating, it's not providing the value that they thought it was going to be in their own life. And sometimes that just happens. Sometimes you think that things are going to work and it just doesn't jive. It's like buying a, a self-help book and that you think, oh, this thing's going to change my life. And you get halfway through it or you even finish it and you say, eh, just really didn't ring true to me or it didn't, it, it just didn't hit me. I didnn't feel it. And then, you know, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to do the money back guarantee. So that that's how I'm going to reconcile. So it's not a good or a bad thing. It just is this marketing, psychology, marketing stuff. The third thing I would like to, for you to take away from it is the reason why I'm doing the show. The more aware you are of all this happening, because it is all over the place, the more you will be in control, the more you will understand it's happening and the more you'll be in overall control of your spending and your decisions. And I think overall, that's the important thing. The important thing is to see, you know, I don't know if you're a big fan of the, and I use this a lot, the emperor's new clothes, that fable about the emperor that, uh, these two tricky guys come into town and, and they convince the emperor to buy this new robe and there's no new robe. And so the emperor's out there, butt ass naked and he has a little parade through the, the streets. And the whole thing is, is that all the townspeople don't want to say he's naked and his junk's hanging out. So they say, Oh, what a beautiful robe. And this one little kid goes, that dude's junk's hanging out. And that's the whole thing. That's the emperor's new clothes. With you guys understanding, with you realizing that this happens all over the place you're going to say, oh, there it is, or there's the impulse stuff, or there's that. It doesn't mean not to buy the stuff. It just means that that's why it's there. And so with the awareness, it will give you much more control over your decision-making process. And this goes not only just for buying products or even services, but for just everything in your whole life because it creates a higher level of awareness. And that's the entire point of this show, of the videos, of everything that I'm trying to do, and hopefully the entire point of you consistently trying to better yourself and to become more aware and uh, and to improve your life uh, at least 1% on a daily basis. And that's it for this week. You can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D, to, uh, for the podcast, for the videos. I'm doing a video for this today. Hi. And uh, if you have any questions or concerns or anything you'd like to add or any show themes, uh, you can write me at Tony at JavaBud.com. Uh, it was a real pleasure to have you for this week. And uh, have a good one. And look out for these little things. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.